Welcome back to Beyond Sunday, where we take you inside the culture of Vox Church. On today's episode, I am super excited because we have a quite the duo here today. So we're here with uh, Pastor Justin Kendrick, and we also have Matt DeCicio here, who's our lead pastor of Springfield. So we appreciate you guys coming out here today. We are excited to be here. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Well, so... You guys, you know, I've been waiting for this episode for a long time yeah. because oh from boy. what I hear, putting you guys together in a room is just craziness because no, you, no, 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 no it's not. we're very we, civilized. We figure out how to take over the world. Yeah. yeah. Very civilized. <laughs> That's exactly my point. So you guys have been friends for, uh, you know, I've met, I've known you all the way back to, um, Pastor Bob's church, which is Chrissy's dad, Bob Appleby. He had a church in Clinton and oh, yeah. I know you, I mean, what was that? 20 years ago? 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a long time. And I've actually, that's where I met you that's right. the first time. It was at Cornerstone Church in Clinton. Um, and you guys have been friends ever since then. Is that when your friendship no, started? No, I didn't like him no. back then, actually. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But I do remember you actually coming and doing music at the church. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I toured your old RV I don't, know okay. if it, I don't know if it was necessarily a tour bus at yeah, that point, yeah, it was but it was like an RV. RV. Were you, were you yeah. part of Holy Fire? No, I think I just had dreams to travel the world at that point <laughs> yeah. with these guys. So when, when did the friendship start? Was it right before Holy, Fri- Holy Fire? Um, actually, I think that you know my wife and his wife were really close friends before they were married to us. And so we were friends by requirement. Oh, first. forced friendship. Yeah, we I were like forced it. friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so they were friends. Yeah. And it was like, I got to be with this guy, yeah. you know, and that's how it all started. Yeah. He's really not kidding. So <laughs> <laughs> when I first started coming around uh, the Holy Fire Ministries office, I would just pop in the office. Yeah. I would distract everybody. And there was definitely a sense that JK did not want me harassing I didn't all like of his guys. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. like him, you know. <laughs> because if specifically for this reason, you know. But, I mean, the relationship that you guys have is obviously, you know, something that goes beyond just a work environment or relationship yeah. or just a regular friend relationship. Yep. You know, it's actually really fun to sit back and watch you guys communicate with each yep. other because half the times it's just you smiling and no one has any idea what's going on because yeah. you guys are just cracking some inside jokes. But, you know. I want to get a little bit serious, you know, not the whole time, but right now, you know, so being such good friends for a long time, one of the things that I've been trying to do in my life is to be intentional when it comes to spirituality with my friends. So what ways have you guys challenged each other to do that? Yeah, I'll take it from the beginning, then you can go. But, um, you know, so a little bit of the story. So years ago, uh, there was a passion in my heart, my wife's heart where we said, we feel such a call to biblical community. You know, you read the book of Acts and it's like this incredible biblical community. We didn't really have a passion for local church. Every time I had seen a local church in New England, I wasn't really excited about it. You know, it just wasn't something that was grabbing my heart. And so uh, we bought a house in New Haven Mm -hmm. and invited some friends. It was a multifamily house to live with us. Matt and Kate got married and really caught that same vision. Um, And they bought a house about a block from us. And so... You know, these two homes, one had eight people, one had nine people. We just started doing life together. So mm-hmm. what, I, what I mean by that is we'd have just like random barbecues, cookouts, hangouts. Yeah. You know, our, our kids started growing up together. And this vision of intentional community started to really take shape. We bought a second house about three blocks from the first house. Then they bought the house next door to us. 
And so from <laughs> the whole there, block, no, it's a DeCicio Kendrick had, block. <laughs> we had about 12, not, not us, but other people that were with us. We had about 12, 13 houses in total in wow. the, in the, over the course of this like three, four block radius. And the two houses next to each other, we took the fence down. We made it one backyard and we literally like for years did life together like as two families in two homes, but really raised our kids together, did, you know, everything together, ate dinner multiple times a week together, hung out. I'd get home. He'd be in the backyard feeding his rabbits, you know, or whatever. When we launched, (laughs) we'll get there in a second. When we launched really nice. rabbits, Yeah, they were great. (laughs) And when we launched uh, a multi-site church, we actually, you know, we launched in Bridgeport and it was the Cheech's garage that we cleaned out and made a studio in where we filmed the sermons yeah. and then and then put the tape in uh, in Bridgeport and played it on a Sunday morning. Jeez. So like so that's kind of the, so a little bit of the backdrop of like how we did life together. Yeah. It wasn't just like hey we're friends let's go to the movies or something. It was like all the time every day. I mean cl- certainly there were like family boundaries and stuff, but a lot of those were were blurred in in friendship. Yeah. So that's kind of a little bit of the history of what was your question anyways? <laughs> yeah, but that <laughs> so, was no, I, mean, I felt like that was a good backdrop. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So we got a little bit about your life and you actually mentioned uh Matt in one of your earlier episodes. Um but we talked a little bit about your life and how you ended up together. Yep. And so what I wanted to know is how you guys intentionally grow spiritually yeah. with each other. You know, how do you challenge each other? Because I, I don't necessarily have this struggle, but I want just a little bit of help that I can help my friends, yeah. you know? So for all of our listeners out there, how do you help each other grow spiritually with being such good friends? And it's not just a joke all the time because, yep. you know, if you know my personality, I like to have a good time. Yes. You know, I'm very rarely ever serious. Yep. So, you know, how, how is it that you guys do that? So we don't pull any punches, right? Yeah. Honestly, some of the secret sauce is, like he said, we had two houses, and it, but it wasn't just two houses next door. It was really two houses on one property. Yeah. Um, you know, between houses, it was like maybe 15 feet max. Yeah, right. And so uh, I would say growing spiritually, it's just giving each other license into each other's mm into each other's junk. And so oh, yeah. it is high accountability. It's extreme transparency. It's saying, yep. Hey, this is me. This is, oh, I'm an open book. You're an open book. And we just give each other full access to be able to speak into each other's lives. Yeah. Yeah. So we can have fun and be serious and, and, and switch from one, one, you know, one segment to the other oh, yeah. in a moment. That's interesting. Yeah. Proximity is huge. People underestimate proximity in a digital culture. What I mean by that is being close to someone a lot physically mm-hmm. forces uh, opportunities for spiritual growth. And so like, if you're around that person a lot being just literally physically close, uh, things are going to come up. There's going to be an argument between him and his wife and I'm going to be sitting there and I'm going to go, Hey man, what's, what's up with that? You know, or there's going to be a disagreement about finances or we're going to, you know, like every single time we go out to eat, he forgets his wallet. You know, like that's a deeper (laughs) issue. He's one of those guys. may have been intentional. (laughs) Maybe it wasn't. And so, you know, so like things come up and that then creates conversation. And one of the things we say around here is our relationships build muscle which means that we are two imperfect people, but we are going to straight with each other. And we've had like a covenant that says, Hey, if there's something between us, we're going to address it. And, and, you know, we actually had a disagreement an hour ago, you know, and, uh, and Should, should we go there? Oh yeah, it was about you. We said oh, we don't no. want to. No, I was kidding. Oh, no. We're like, how do we not break this news to Kurt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's your funny. fault. No, yeah. no, but it was good. I mean, like that's that's what we do when we have disagreements. We talk about them. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, and then we forgive each other because there's been plenty of times. I mean, I think both of us are pretty hard to offend, but um, but we do forgive each other. Yeah, you know. So going back to the houses in New Haven, what was it like living? You know, with 
so close to each other because it wasn't just you guys. It wasn't just your right. families. It was a bunch of families, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, how many in total? We don't actually know. <laughs> oh, no. Should I, should I go to the city of New Haven? Should I yeah, pull some records yeah. here? Or is so we had houses directly next door to each other. There was another close friend family that had their backyard was adjacent to that yard. There was another one on the other, on, side, on of the other side of Justin. There was yep. a guy across the street, yeah. two houses down, three yep. houses down the other. So like before, you, you know, you know, if you actually counted up the families, I mean, there had to be 12, 13 families yeah. in two, three square blocks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jeez. just doing life together. And none of it was like, you know, it wasn't like required. I mean, it was all just organic, you know, mm-hmm. like people just moved into the area. And, you know, it's now that season has changed where, you know, the, the DeCicios moved to go plant Hartford and then yeah. plant Springfield. My wife and I moved out of uh, the city. And so things have shifted, but the spirit of what we learned there really actually is kind of still the lifeblood of our church. But, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, it was, um, you know, it was family. You got to create boundaries within that. Yeah. It's not total access every second of the day. There are moments where you have to pull away to have a healthy family, to have mm-hmm. a healthy marriage, but it's also far more access than the American individualism would yeah. generally create, you know? Yeah, I think you definitely, as a family, you have to be intentional uh, to fight for your boundaries, mm-hmm. right? Because, yeah. like, you know, I would come home from work and there would just be always somebody in the backyard. Totally. And so, like, if you're not careful. <laughs> in, like, in your backyard? Oh, yeah, oh, like yeah. 15, 20 people yeah. sometimes. <laughs> there, there yeah. People would be playing sports in our backyard. Oh, yeah. man. Um, yeah. So you would have to, like, you'd have to be intentional. Yeah. Otherwise, you just get kind of get sucked into the chaos of yeah. of which w- what was beautiful life. But you'd get, you would just get sucked in and then you would lose, you know, the importance of actually, you know, yeah. being the head of your own household. Yeah. And so you have to fight for that stuff within the, within the context of community, but it's, it's what sharpens one another. It's what yeah. causes you to grow. Uh, my experience is the fastest, like honestly, the fastest way to see a Christian grow is in the context of close knit community. Wow. And just to pause there, I think that, uh, you know, Americans are lonelier than ever mm-hmm. and more isolated than ever. And the reason is we're terrified of people fully knowing us and being vulnerable. And the truth is spiritual growth just cannot happen without vulnerability and consistent proximity with other Christians. I mean, you can grow, but it's like inches instead of miles. And so if you really want to grow quickly in Christ and the teachers have modeled this, they still, I mean, how many people you have living in your house right now? Well, it depends if the town Bloomfield <laughs> is listening or not. How many people occasionally <laughs> stay yeah. over? Yeah. So, yeah, right. I mean, currently we have about three people. I yeah. say about because it changes. Wow. Uh, we have three people that live with us right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's inspiring for, to hear you guys, you know, you're willing to, you know, give up a part of your home, give up a part of your life, yeah. give up to promote that intentional community. And it's like, you know, if you guys are doing it, it's like, man, you know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe some of us, you know, maybe we have that opportunity yeah. to create that in community. Well, and like start, if you're like, oh, this is terrifying. Where do I start? Start with like a, a, a community group on a Tuesday night, yeah. you know, start by giving people access every week to you in relationship, you know, and then from there it can grow, yeah. you know, it can grow, you know, more and more. Yeah. So Matt, one of the things that I was wondering, you know, especially from the beginning, you guys being such close friends, what is it like joining up? with Vox, knowing that, you know, Justin is kind of potentially your boss, you know, what was that like? In, yeah. In what's that, that like? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only a thing if you actually think he's, your uh, boss, if right? you actually believe it. <laughs> yeah. I, li- I like that. Um, I like that. You know, I mean, it, it, it's not, it's not any way. I mean, it's all one mission. It's all one yeah. goal and it's all, you know, down one path, but you know, knowing that you're joining a team and, and it doesn't even have to be 
anything about Justin, but what was it like, you know, being like, Hey, I'm going to jump onto this team and I'm going to go full fledged with you. Yeah. So it all depends if you think Justin's yeah. your boss, right? <laughs> um, like we're, we're friends first. Yeah. Um, we're on mission first, right? Like, well, I guess first, second, third, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is our life. And so like, even before I was on staff, we were traveling, we were, you know, part of a traveling music ministry. Yep. And so, you know, being part of a church, mm -hmm. uh, staff, if you will, uh, doesn't, that, that's just, I guess that's just logistics just of what name. we're doing yeah. because at the end of the day, like this is just who we are. It's, yeah. it's, it's like in the DNA of who we are mm -hmm. is to see the gospel go forward. And so whether it's in a ministry that travels or whether it's in a home base that, you know, builds a church community, um, I would say it's just like, we're just doing life together. Yeah. Um, and with a little bit more structure around it. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of thoughts on that because I do think, <laughs> I think, well, listen, I think older, the older generation said never work with your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your friends, your friends, your, your employees, your employees mm -hmm. don't, don't mix. And we have completely obliterated that rule. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we just ignore it completely. Is it complicated at times? It is. It is complicated at times. Yeah. I think for, for us, one thing that makes it easier is that, you know, he reports to Mike Schnepp on our, in our, yeah. in our staff. So I don't directly you know, oversee anything that yeah, he does. Yeah. So that kind of creates like a, a, I think for us, a little bit of a buffer where it's, I'm not really his boss, yeah. you know? And so um, I think that allows the friendship to stay uh, easier in a lot of ways. But I, I mean, but Mike's one of my best friends yeah. and, and, you know, I'm his boss. And so there is, that's a real tension that we navigate um, and it, it complicates things, but mm -hmm. it doesn't, it, it's richer. If you lean into it instead of away from it, you don't lose, you gain. And is it harder at times? Yeah. But then it's richer at times. Cause like Matt just said, he's my friend first, yeah. like no doubt about that. He's not an employee first. That's not even, I don't even think of him that way. We're on mission together, advancing the gospel together, looking out for one another. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it stays healthy, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting concept because, you know, just like what you said, you know, society tells you don't hire your friends because right. your friends know so much about you right. and they can use that in situations where it's like, you know, we have boundaries. This is the workplace. This is, you know, right. we're not home and, you know, I see it work and, yep. you know, you guys somehow figured out how to make that work, which yep. is, you know, a testament to not only your community, but it's yep. a, a testament to the leadership that we have at Vox. And that's what's like, man, you know, they, mm. they figured it out. They have something special there. I mean, I think a big piece of it is trying to stay humble, admitting when you're an idiot and, uh, and, you know, growing because there's plenty of times where I mess up and I have to own that, yeah. you know, or, or they, you know, he'll mess up and, and we just, that's what we do, you know, um, it's imperfect. And that's a big part of, um, of a healthy, you know, movement. I yeah. Think. I think one part to uh, another part that's helpful too, is that we dream together. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a, it's not like a, a heavy fist of, Hey, you have to make right. sure you're doing this, this, and this. Yeah. It's like, really, we, we craft where we're going together. And yeah. so, um, you know, when we're writing goals together or when we're figuring out wh what's the next mountain to take, mm -hmm. um, there's an, there's a, there's an ownership instead yeah. of it, like a dictatorship. It's really, Definitely. it's a partnership. And yeah. so, um, across the board with, with much of our staff, yeah. like we're all in this together. And mm -hmm. so we, like we really do, we write our goals together. Um, and so what that does is it creates this drive within, within, um, the individual, uh, that I'm going, like, I want to take this next mountain. Yeah. And so end of the day nobody wants to nobody wants to miss goals nobody wants to fail we all want to succeed um knowing that we're really part of something bigger than ourselves mm -hmm. like we want to see the gospel advance and so we all work passionately to do that yeah oh, it, it definitely shows yeah. i mean it's it's such a great 
community. And ever since I've, you know, started working and going into those meetings, it's, you know, one of the things that I can say is everybody knows their role, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody knows exactly what they're doing. There's a question. It doesn't matter what the question is. Someone raises their hand and say, Hey, you know, I have the answer. It's this, this, and this. And, you know, I've never seen a system work so well, you know, than the central office at at Vox. It's just, everybody has their, their job and they're all happy to do it. Yeah. So we're going to switch gears just a little bit, you know, we're going to have a little bit of fun. So, this is a little, yeah, this is a segment that, you know, I'm going to ask an answer and you're, uh, Matt, you're going to answer for Justin as if, you know, you know, the answer that he's about to <laughs> I'm say. I'm sure he and, does. So. And we're going to go, uh, we're going to go back and forth here. So we're going to start nice and easy. So Matt, what is Justin's favorite music group or song? Gin Blossoms. <laughs> you can't tell people that. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that one goes way back. That one, is that true? <laughs> no. Yeah. But <laughs> he goes, no, but but they are kind of awesome. Yeah. They're they're in every stop and shop across the yeah. uh, the northeast. Actually, you know, can you maybe sing a little bit? Gin, of no, yeah. So the Gin Blossoms. I did I did go and see the Gin Blossoms at the North Haven Fair yep. a number of years ago, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. I'm seeing um, all of our production guys here yeah. just shake their head. Yeah. We, and they're we all have, laughing. We have literally been picking on them ever since yeah. we went to see them. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, so let's yeah. let's switch switch it back. Yeah. What is Matt's favorite song or group? Oh gosh, uh, he doesn't like music because he doesn't know anything about culture and society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if he had to have one, it's probably uh, you know it's probably um, Kanye or something. <laughs> Is that true? I like a lot of stuff. No, he likes a lot of stuff. So you know we're we're working our way. All right. Yeah. So if you could, uh, if Justin can eat one thing for the rest of his life, and that's it, what would it be? Mm. Elio's pizza. Yeah, probably. Elio's? Oh, I used to love those back in the day. Yeah, I've tried to cut those out, yeah. you know, because Elio's doesn't do good around the it does it, yeah. Around the waist. But uh yeah, I do like Elio's. No, see, all right. That was yeah. good. It should be it's old. really cardboard with ketchup on it. Yes, That's exactly. Yeah, with the tiny little, good though. With the tiny yeah. little yeah. Or whatever they put on top. Yeah. So maybe it's what cheese. about Matt? Do you remember when you made that? What was it? The penne uh, that you made that chicken picante oh, yeah. for like three years straight every single night. So yeah, just chicken and just pasta, chicken and, and pasta. Yeah, he made I, it. It's so true. I could eat pasta for the rest <laughs> uh, of my life and I would be a happy camper. Well, your last name is DeCicio. Yeah, just, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Matt, if uh, one fact, um, one fact about Justin that you think you personally would describe Justin mm. one, in one word, what would it be? Dang, one word. He is an undercover introvert. Uh, undercover, that was two words, but we'll give it to you. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I got. <laughs> we'll give it to you. All right, Justin, it's one true. word or fact that would describe Matt that most of us would not know. Oh, gosh. Mine is a hyphened word. Hyphen. It's three that's words, but it's hyphen. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what he did. <laughs> you guys are, are both cheating here. He is a, we're trying to, one word. He, he, he is a master of community. Master of community. He is, yeah. You if you, well, yeah, they're hyphen, the master of yeah. community. Yeah, like he, he, I have to preface that, but like he, if you get him around people, he'll build family like yeah. instantly. It's just in him. It's who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Master of community. He is. He really is. I like yeah. it. So I feel like that was just in his bones. He was See, like, he, he, he was trying did. to build me up. I was trying to give people an inside scoop. No, it's just true. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, he's also, he's, he's making well, me sound good. No, well, here's another thing. Maybe people don't know because they know you as a, a pastor who's planted churches. He can fix or build anything. No, oh. no, no, no. We don't talk oh, about that. That's interesting. He can you know, fix a, or build all right. anything. Okay. I that's mean, anything. Like, and if he can't do it, he'll figure it out and pretend like he can and do it better than the guys oh. who actually know how to do it. That he has can literally fix or build been anything. my, my, 
best kept secret well, up until which is funny because right I now. can fix and build nothing. Yeah. I'm just like my hands don't do yeah. what they're supposed to. <laughs> Whereas like I, I seriously, there's been so many little projects. I watch him and I'm like, that's amazing. That would have taken me three hours. You just did it one try. Yeah, um, but you've really come a long way. I well, yeah, I appreciate you that. Look at he's yeah. trying to pass it. No, back no, no. Back I'm like his assistant. Yeah. I like Actually, I, if anybody has any painting needs, <laughs> yeah. uh, Justin. Yeah, Kendrick, you, you started can, with yeah, a painting yeah, business. Call me at that. Kurt Garso's yeah. Keys to Success. That's right. <laughs> that's yep. funny. Yep. He can so, be found at the North Haven Crossroads. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I don't. I'm not much of a painter. So what? would you say is your favorite or most memorable memory of Justin? And it doesn't have to be a crazy story, but what was that one time you were like, mm. you know, it could be funny, could be powerful, could be anything. Oh man. He has no memories of yeah. me. <laughs> I have no. never made yeah, a memorable never, impact. Never an impact. No, honestly, it's, it's just the everyday stuff. I mean, I remember coming home, uh, I would come home from work every day and we would hang out in the backyard. We had a burn barrel. We did. That we would. We literally kept this burn barrel burning for almost an entire summer straight. Yeah. Um, and so it's the point of the story is not about the burn barrel, but it's just about the hours uh, that we would just spend in the backyard playing yeah. with our kids, um, clear cutting this ridiculous yard. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the just the everyday flow of life mm. uh, that I would say makes what we have so special. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I have a better one though. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. One of my favorites. This was uh, a decisio story. Yeah. So this was me having my time with Jesus Mm -hmm. early in the morning. And I had this big window (laughs) in my backyard and I'm there and I'm praying and I'm meditating and Jesus is speaking to me. And then I look out and it was, there was snow outside Yeah. and Matt decisio is out there in his underwear (laughs) with a bow and arrow (laughs) and he is stalking a, uh, a skunk that is in the backyard and he shoots the skunk while you, I'm having you, my quiet You time. got it. He oh, shoots sure the skunk oh, in man. the butt oh, with man. an arrow. Yeah. The skunk obviously freaks out, runs away, runs into our neighbor's uh, uh, like a, like big uh, shed yep. and sneaks underneath it but gets stuck because the arrow's in his butt. Oh, gets stuck man. going under the shed yeah. with an arrow sticking out of his <laughs> butt right there. And so we had to pull the arrow out of the out of the skunk's butt. Uh, because, Did it spray uh, it all? No, he didn't spray no, it. Wow. No, sure didn't. yeah, he wow. didn't. Yeah, we had many adventures actually with critters and animals throughout the years, but uh, but that one in particular, just uh, I said, "What is he?" And my wife was there, was walking downstairs. She goes, "What what is Chase doing outside?" And I said, "Oh, he's in his underwear shooting a squirrel with or shooting a, a, a skunk with a bow and arrow. What, what else would he be doing? <laughs> what else would he be doing in the snow? Yeah, it yeah. sounds it yeah. sounds exactly like what he would be. It's doing. It's great. Yeah, That's it made funny. perfect sense, really. All right, Matt. So what? I think um, he won that one. Yeah, he he might have won that. He There's had a little bit points for that. He had a little there. bit better of a story than you did. Um, so Justin, most likely to dot dot dot. You tell me. I'm confused. What's the question? So most likely to. You know, we're oh. gonna do some oh. superlatives like, like here. in yeah. like in high school. Yeah, most likely yeah. to. What would he come to mind? I know I'm throwing these out, so you could think about it for a second. Are we looking for a serious answer? No, okay. no, it could Whatever be anything. You're most likely to don't say Elio's pizza either. No, no, no. I don't. Do All right, we'll, we'll switch. We'll switch to you. I, yeah, we'll I, switch. I I'll let you think. At least a second. Most likely think. to evade the police on a four wheeler. Oh, those yeah. days are over. I, uh, well, see, I, he says that, but I don't believe. I him. heard about those Clinton. Days he has way a four wheeler or two in his garage, yeah. and uh, and I think it's still in his bones, and <laughs> he just doesn't have a conscience about it. <laughs> and I don't understand that because Jesus is supposed to sanctify these things, but I don't think that's sanctified. All right. 
Look at him smiling. Most likely to do a music comeback tour <laughs> or 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 take over from the, on the worship team on a Sunday morning. Well, you know that's true. I've been I've been asking for a long time. I said, when are we going to get a solo? When are we going to get a song? When are yeah. we going to get anything? It's they give me a, a solo every week. They make me so low. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. hear. Yeah. It's yeah. only a matter of time <laughs> when he really just pushes Joey aside and just starts singing. And takes his mic. He's, it's a matter of I time. I do it every <laughs> week, but they bury my mic in the mix. I know what's going that's, on. He's like tapping the microphone in the mix. Yeah, our production people know it's yeah. true. Yeah, it's so uh, funny. Yeah, they're all getting fired. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, you know, one thing about having you guys here, you know, you can really see the authentic friendship and relationship that you guys have. And again, you know, it's just awesome to be around you and it's contagious and what you guys have. So I appreciate you both of you coming out here today and I'm excited because I'm going to put you guys on the books for round two and we're going right. to go at it again. Sounds good. So thanks again for being here. I appreciate it.